Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Triad All-Stars. My name is Ryan Smith and my guest today is a uh, Grimsley High School football star, class of 2025. He is Bryce Davis. Bryce, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. So good to have you on. Let's just jump right in. So talk about, uh, first off, just growing up um, where you're from and how did sports and specifically football, uh, how did you fall in love with them? I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina, and all my – I've just grown around it. My older cousins, my older brother, they just all just played sports. And watching them growing up, it just made me want to do that more and just keep getting better. So they never – we played pickup basketball, backyard football, all of that, and they never went easy on me. So I think that just really helped me fall in love with the game. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned um, having the diversity of sports growing up, and – uh, that has certainly served you well um, where you're now at Grimsley High School, um, class of 2025. You played defensive end. Um, you were first team all area, first team all conference uh, last season. You also are a starter on the varsity basketball team as well. And so talk to me about playing two sports uh, specifically in high school and just balancing that schedule. I mean, it's truly an honor. It's a blessing to be able to play varsity on both uh, sport, basketball and football and balancing just we, we really don't get any breaks coming out state championship, then going right into the basketball. I think that was like three days, I would like to say. So it's it's not really a big break, but go doing that it keeps me in shape and just keeps me active. So, yeah. and honestly, it helps me balance schoolwork too, having to keep my schedule tight and have to be dialed in with everything I'm doing. So. And, and I'm sure you have a preference, but do, do you like football, basketball better? Which one do you like? Or are they about the same? I, I don't have to go with football right now. That's but. what I was thinking. Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to make sure. So um, let's talk about last season. Um, and this is specifically um, football. It was the reason you're on this podcast today. Uh, we will certainly go into basketball, um, maybe a little bit uh, closer to basketball season coming up and later in this year. But um Obviously, losing a, a tough game to New Bern in the state championship, not the way you wanted to finish your uh, sophomore campaign. But overall, it was a good season for uh, the the team. Talk to me about uh, the goals for next uh, season, offseason goals for you and the team. And, and then just overall, what did you learn from this past season despite uh, that state championship game? I mean, we were a really young team. I think we were really together, though. That was the big part about last year. We were just all a big family. And just to keep growing off of that, teaching the younger, like it was sophomore and juniors now, now we're the older guys. So it's time to be leaders this year and just showing the young guys what the older guys showed us. So, and we're expected to have a really good year again this year, for sure. And what are some of those goals uh, for this off season, both for you and, and the team? Just working hard, nose, uh, keeping our nose down and grind. Like our coaches always say, this year's team hasn't accomplished anything. So it's just keep working and trying to get back where we were last year. Yeah. And uh, if I could, uh, if you will allow me to look ahead a little bit into um, the college level uh, and the recruiting process, I know uh, that's such a fluid situation, but uh, obviously I assume you want to play football at the college level. Um, you've got a couple of offers from some schools. Um, you know, I'll let you speak um, to those if you'd like to speak to them, but uh, talk to me about the recruiting process so far have you enjoyed it is there stuff you i guess don't enjoy about it uh, um tell me about uh, the recruiting process so far 
Well, so I'm still class of 2025, so coaches can't really exactly reach out to me. But even saying it came in really fast. So December, that was the dead period where the coaches come to our school, and it it came in fast to say the least. And I've been just trying to take it slow, build relationships with the coaches. They have to go through Coach Brown, or I have to call them first. So just trying to build a relationship with the coaches, build a connection with the school, not only the coaches, because the coaches can change anytime. So the one day I commit, and then another day the coach is gone. So I have to feel a connection with the school too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you have offers from ACC schools, some SEC schools, um, at least the ones that uh, that you sent me over. But do you have a preference on what conference you'd like to play in uh, down the road, or is it like you said, just the best fit for you um, overall? Right now, it's just the best fit for me. I'm not tripping about where I'm going or anything like that. It's whoever feels like home. But I'd say right now I'm leaning to ACC and SEC right now. Okay. And uh, switching gears a little bit off the field um, or off the court, when you're not playing basketball or football, where can we find you um, hobby-wise? What are some things you like to do? Probably playing Fortnite or something like that. I, I do a lot of gaming. Um, I like to watch I like to watch cartoons and stuff, just chill. I just like be being a little by myself a little bit, just chilling at my couch. And I also do a little yoga to just relieve the okay. nerves. Like, yeah. Just keep me keep me being Bryce, you know what I'm saying? Just just yeah, not playing football or basketball. So Right. And um, you know, it's obviously like you said, you still have some time left in your high school um career uh, before you go to the college level. But um up to this point, there's been a lot of people who have probably played a pretty decent role in your life, whether that's parents, coaches, uh teammates, siblings. Um who are some of those people that you credit most for your success uh, and where you're at uh, today? Oh, for sure. My, my parents, my brother, and the coaching staff at Grimsley as well. They just all shown me, they've been trying to make me a better man. My dad, he's preached to me, always be a leader, not a follower. That That's our biggest rule. I mean, my mom, my mom, she keeps me in line. She keeps me intact with school and stuff. And my brother, I'm always competing with him. So, he makes me compete. I'm trying to be better than him. He's trying to be better than me. So, and then the coaches, I can't thank the coaches staff at Grimsley enough either. They just, they just can't thank anybody enough, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, moms definitely tend to do that. Keep a close eye on you and uh, hound you about school for sure. I I think we can all relate to that, but uh, parents are, are good people to guide us and uh, always have friends and family, like you said, to push you as well. Um, now, before we wind down here, um, Talk to me about, um, do you have, uh, I know you said you prefer football, so we'll, we'll focus on that. Um, you play defensive end. Have you ever talked to Coach Brown about, you know, going to the offensive side of the ball, maybe play fullback, play running back for a player or two? Have you ever tried to get yourself on the offensive side of the ball? Um, can, can you catch? <laughs> I used to, that's a funny story. My freshman year, actually, uh, I sent Coach Brown a little text message to ask, could I play wide receiver? That didn't work out too well. No, put me at defensive end, but I mean, I played a I played a couple snaps at tight end last year, and we'll see how it goes this year. But I'd love to play on the offensive side of the ball as well. So, yes, and uh, defensive end that is your main position. What is your uh, mentality when you line up across the offensive tackle and uh, the ball is snapped? Uh, what goes through your mind? I mean, just that 
he can't compete with me. You know what I'm saying it's survival of the fittest. To be honest, I mean either either I win or I lose that rep, and I'm trying to win every rep. Yeah. And uh, this offseason specifically for you, uh, you mentioned, you know, the team goals, working hard and, and getting uh, better and learning from the um, from the previous season. But you specifically, what do you want to work on this season? What are some of your things that you're trying to get better at? I mean, I think I did really good last year at my run stopping. So this year I've been focusing more on my pass rushes, some more finesse moves. I was more of a power guy going inside a lot. Now I'm trying to work on my speed, get out, get on the edge of a tackle, get to the quarterback. So that's what my main focus has been this year. Awesome. Well, and uh, I actually had uh, Coach Brown on earlier um, this week. So he uh, he told me you guys have a pretty tough schedule next year opening up uh, Mount Tabor, um, Reagan upon others. Um, so definitely a good uh, stretch for next season. Uh, like you said, a good amount of players coming back from that team and I'm ready to get to work and uh, try to get back to that state championship game and, and finish it off this time around. So uh, we'll certainly look forward to that. Um, winding down here, Bryce, uh, where can our listeners find you on social media? Where they get can they connect with you? Uh, my Twitter is Bryce Davis 45 and my Instagram is the Bryce Davis underscore. That's where you can find me at. Awesome. Well, uh, my last question for you, Bryce, a little bit open-ended, uh, however you want to take this. Um, you know, so far you're about halfway through your high school, uh, career, still got a few seasons left, but, um, what have you learned so far, um, being a high school athlete, uh, being a, you know, student athlete, and then, um, what do you want to, I guess, kind of, when you look back in, in two more years, what do you want to have gained from your time at, at Grinsley? And, uh, what do you hope to pass on to those people that come after you? I mean, I just hope I can be a light to everybody. Just people can look to me and follow after my lead and not, and I'm not set a bad example. So in two years, I only want to look back and see these younger guys doing better things than I did. So, I mean, that's what I, that's what I saw Travis and Jamal. They set the stone for us to be recruited like this. And I want to keep doing what they've been doing. So. Awesome. Well, uh, this has been such a great conversation. As I said at the top, my guest today has been, Bryce Davis, class of 2025, defensive end at Grimsley High School. My guest today here on Triad All-Stars. Bryce, uh, thanks for your time today. Best of luck uh, this offseason and then uh, 2023 uh, football campaign uh, this fall. And thank you for being a guest today here on Triad. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Triad All-Stars. My name is Ryan Smith and uh, my guest today in this series from Grimsley High School, we have the eighth year head football coach at Grimsley, the Whirlies. He is Coach Daryl Brown. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing good, Ryan. I appreciate you having me on. I'm so good to hear that and uh, it's so good to have you on as well. Let's just get right into it. Um, growing up, uh, talk about sports and how that fit into your life and um, how did football come about? Yeah, well, athletics has always been a big part of, of my life. Um, grew up around it. My grandpa coached for 35 years um, with 
all but um, well, 35 years at Southern Guilford, 36 altogether. And he was involved in football, basketball, baseball, coaching all three uh, during that time. Um, so growing up as a young kid, just always with him, always around um, all three sports. And then, um, you know, enjoyed playing them growing up in high school, played all three. I uh, thought that was very important to be able to kind of um, be involved in, in, in all three different um, teams and uh, different programs and went on to play college baseball, actually, um, after that. But, um, you know, just a huge part of my life, something that I have a, a extreme passion for, um, not just football, but like I said, athletics in general. Yeah. Um, you went on uh, after high school, you graduated from Garden Web University. You remember the baseball team there, majored in physical education. I also have a master's in health education from East Carolina University as well. So um, you applied both of those. And then getting into coaching uh, in 2000, uh, Northwest Guilford is where you started. Um, talk to me about the decision of going from an athlete, you said baseball player, obviously, and then transitioning into coaching. How did that uh, coaching bug uh, come about? Well, I knew from the time I was in high school that um, coaching was something I wanted to do. And, um, you know, like I said, my grandpa was somebody I looked up to and followed him. And I was always with him, you know, the later stage of his career. But um, it's just something I've always had a passion for. I had great coaches um, through high school and college that, um, you know, was great role models for me. And I learned a lot from all those different guys and, and um, you know, think a lot of them and have a lot of respect for them and still call on some of them today. But um, it's just something I've always wanted to do. And, um, you know, football was always something I was extremely passionate about and, um, you know, played, like I said, um, for as long as I could. And, um, you know, kind of felt like at one point in time that baseball was going to give me the best chance of moving forward um, just because of size-wise and stuff. But, um, you know, like coaching was just kind of, you know, I just knew, you know, I just that's what I went to college for and uh, try to pick up as much as I could from anybody that I was around. So, um, I was very fortunate to be able to graduate from Gardner-Webb and uh, get a job within a month at Northwest Guilford Middle School, actually teaching PE as a young 22-year-old um, just right out of college. Yeah. And uh, from Northwest Guilford, you grew uh, in that first year, as you said, head middle school football coach uh, as well. And then you go on to Southern Guilford, where you remained until 2016, 15-year run there specifically. Talk about your time at Southern Guilford. Uh, before going on to Grimsley, talk about your time there and how that uh, made you the coach you are today. Well, um, after one year at Northwest, I got the opportunity to go back to Southern, which was very special to me because that was my high school where I'd played at and my yeah. grandpa had coached at. Um, you know, went back there and coached all three sports, football, basketball, and baseball um, for a while. Um, in 2005, after a few years as an assistant there, got the opportunity to become the head coach. At a young age, um, you know, very like I said, very passionate about that school, and um, I think one of the things that really drove me at that point in time, being really young, was uh, just wanting Southern to be successful because it was my school and kind of where I grew up and had been my whole life. I continued to coach baseball and help with baseball all the way up to about 2010 or so, yep. um, and then as my family grew and I had a daughter at that point in time that was four, and um, it was just hard to continue to coach more than one sport, especially with football becoming more and more extensive and more involved. Um, so I got out of baseball at that point in time and just solely focused on football. But um, we had a great 11 years there as a head coach in 2005 through the 15 season. 
um, the last four or five years, really, um, you know, averaging around 10 wins a year and some good runs in the state playoffs. I've had really good players, um, you know, during that time, great coaches, great community support. Um, and it was a special time. And I really never thought I would leave there. Um, when I got that job, it's kind of where I thought I'd stay my whole career. Um, but, you know, things change and happen for a reason. But um, very thankful for the opportunity they gave me in 2005 when I was extremely young to get started at that time. And then all the support that they gave me throughout my time there um, really helped me a lot. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned being the head coach from 2005 to 2015 and coaching basketball and baseball there as well. And then uh, after in June 2016, you transfer over to Grimsley. That's uh, where you're at now, currently in the eighth year of coaching football. Why Grimsley? Why did you decide to make that jump? And um, we'll, we'll, we'll start there. Yeah, great question. Um, one I've been asked um, a few times through the years. Um, to be honest with you, as much as anything, um, you know, I think it, the the challenge excited me at the time. Um, I mentioned to you a minute ago that I didn't think I would ever leave Southern. Um, right. I was very happy there, and um, we were having a good, you know, good run, and we had a great team coming back the year that um, I left. But um, you know, I was. 37 years old, I think, at the time, and um, just a new challenge, new adventure, um, and, and, you know, something that I prayed on and talked with my wife about and we kind of, you know, felt good about it. And after a few meetings with our the principal over there at the time, uh, I was trying not to take the job and find reasons not to take the Grimsley job, and things continued to fall into place um, that kind of let me know that's where I needed to be. And, um, you know, I'm very thankful uh, for um, that opportunity, it's been a, it's been a blessing. We've met great people there. Um, you know, several of my staff from Southern went with me to to Grimsley, and um, some of them guys are still with me. So, uh, some of my former players that played for me at Southern now coach with me at Grimsley. So, um, it's been great, and um, the support at Grimsley's been awesome. Our administration, athletic director, couldn't ask for more. Um, so, I'm very very thankful that we decided to, to make that move. And um, I definitely feel like um, it was one in which um, we were led there to be there. And, um, you know, we just trusted that. And as you mentioned, it, it is hard to leave a place, especially as uh, your alma mater at Southern Guilford. You have family ties, family history there. Uh, very hard thing to do. Um, but you obviously did that. And now you're developing a legacy at Grimsley as well. Um, before we wind down, let's just get into the football a little bit here. So um, specifically, you also are a weight training teacher and physical education teacher there as well. But um, football, uh, you've had a lot of success there, uh, to put it uh, mildly. Uh, 2021 uh, state champions, 2022 runner-up uh, for a West Regional champion both last two years and um, 2019 as well. And so I could go on a bunch of accolades, you know, back in 2013, North Carolina Shrine Bowl assistant coach, Under Armour All-American assistant coach this past season, um, East-West All-Star Game in 2022, overall record of 158 wins, 67 losses. So all that's to say you've had a lot of success at Grimsley, but I, I guess just to just ask from coaching all the way back in 2000 at um, Northwest to now, has your coaching style stayed the same? Has it changed? How would you describe your coaching style today? <clears throat> well, I mean, another good question. I, I, I do think it's changed. Um, you know, I'm not as, um, I guess, 
you know, in your face, um, loud as I used to be. Now my coaches and players may um, challenge that a little bit, but um, I think some things have stayed the same. Um, still very passionate, a um, lot of energy, and I think you have to be like that. I think, um, you know, your players and coaches kind of follow that lead. And, yeah. um, you know, I feel like as a head coach, if you're kind of laid back and easy going, your team's probably going to take on that, that mantra, but, um, and that's just not who I am. So, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot through the years. I've learned how to adjust and adapt, um, as much as anything. I think when you first start out, you may be you're thinking, well, this is the way to do it. This is, you know, you, you have one way of doing things, but then you quickly learn that, uh, you better be able to be flexible and you better be able to adjust and adapt, not only schematically, but in how you run a program and and um, how you set up your off-season workouts or your summer workouts or, um, you know, how you deal with kids, how you relate to kids and your players. So um, definitely have changed through the years and um, I'm always looking for new ways to do things or um, things that we think may help our program and help our kids develop and grow. So I'm um, very fortunate with the staff that I have um, and the communication that we have between us um, and being able to look at different ideas and come up with different things that we feel like is best. But we're, we're always going to do what's best for Grimsley and for the players there. So um, there's, I think there's 100 different ways to do things, but you better figure out what's best for your school, your community, and the players that you coach. Yep, and uh, we'll get you out the door uh, on these three questions here. Number one, uh, where can our listeners find you on social media as uh, they follow along? Where, where can they connect with you? <laughs> well, I'm not a big social media guy, um, so I don't really have anything out there with my name on it at all, to be honest with you. Um, you know, as far as stuff that we have going on, Grimsley football is kind of you know, where you find me at, whether it be okay. on Twitter or Instagram, stuff like that. Perfect. And we'll tag the handle in this episode releases. Um, next one for uh, people who may not be familiar um, with you off the field, where can we find you when you're not coaching football? What do you like to do in your spare time? Yeah, my spare time is usually at home with my family. Um, you know, I got a daughter that's a junior in high school, so she's involved and plays softball at Grimsley and does things like that. So I'm at her games and then my son's nine and, He's involved in travel baseball and uh, plays basketball and flag football. So I'm always at something with his stuff going on. Um, and then if we have any downtime whatsoever, we try to get away for a few days at the beach um, down near Sunset, Ocean Isle area in that area. But um, enjoy hanging out with them and spend as much time as I can with them. Obviously, football takes up a lot of your time. And um, if I get any time away from any of that stuff, I love to play golf. So yeah. that's, probably, that's probably my favorite hobby. Yeah, there you go. Um, and last question, we'll get you out on this. Um, obviously, it's well documented. Last year did not go how you'd like it to go, uh, runner up to Newburn in the title game. Uh, I won't ask you how that felt because we all know how that actually feels losing. What I am going to ask you is what did you learn from last season, coaching wise, uh, and from your team? Number one, and number two, second part of it. What does the 2023 season uh, look like uh, for Grimsley? Give us a preview, uh, a quick preview of the off-season workouts and things to work on going into this next season. Yeah, last year um, ended with a tough loss, but I mean, the only thing I was disappointed with was the fact that we didn't win for those kids. We had a great senior class, and our football team had really responded to 
to the challenges that we faced. We had a six-week playoff stretch where we played teams that any of them every week could have won the state championship. And we found ways to continue to win, uh, battle through adversity during that stretch. And so I was just really proud of our football team. Uh, I wasn't disappointed in the loss because that's going to happen. I was just disappointed that we couldn't finish that thing off for that group of seniors and that team in particular. But, um, you know, uh, just it was a great run and one in which our guys have taken this offseason and um, approached it the right way. And um, I feel like, you know, obviously we still got a long ways to go and we got a lot of work to do, but I think our guys have maximized the offseason as well as they can from the weight room to our speed work to our skill development. And now we're getting ready to get into spring practice in May. So we're excited about our football team going into the 23 season. Um, got some good leaders, got some good returning players. Um, obviously, we've got some questions that we got to get answered at some different positions from guys that we've lost. Um, but I really like our team. I believe in our guys. I believe in our coaching staff and the culture that we have in place. And um, our kids work as hard as any. I'm not saying we work harder than anybody else because I know everybody works hard. But, um, you know, I feel like nobody outworks us. So we work as hard as anybody else and um, have fun doing it together. And, um, you know, we'll approach the next few months the right way and we'll prepare ourselves to get ready for a tough opening schedule with Mount Tabor, Roseville and Reagan the first three weeks. Yeah. And, um, you know, those three games can go any way. Um, but um, I know our kids will be ready um, when we get on the bus and, and go over to Winston um, that first Friday night in August. Well, that seems like a perfect uh, way to end it. Nice preview for next season and a little teaser as uh, the summer workouts start going and, uh, uh, football season will just be around the corner before we know it. So um, as I said at the top, my guest today has been Coach Daryl Brown, eighth year coming up as the Grimsley High School football head coach. Um, coach Brown, all the best to you. Best of luck this offseason and upcoming season. And thank you for being a guest today here on Triad All-Stars. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. And for everything you guys do, I appreciate that.